Hello, Marketeers. Welcome to another episode of AEC Marketeer Podcast, exploring AEC marketing and beyond. I'm your host, Keelan Cox, and I'll be exploring marketing trends and answering your most pressing questions to help you thrive as an AEC Marketeer. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Today I have on Doug Parker. He is an SMPS fellow. He's also a CPSM and the principal and founder at Elevate Marketing Advisors and also the president of SMPS headquarters. Welcome, Doug. Hi, Keelan. Thanks so much for having me today. I'm so thrilled to have you. So before we dig into what I brought you on here to talk about, which is fractional CMO and what that is and what it means, I first want to know how you got started in this industry. What's your story? You know, I think probably like many of us in the AEC world, I had no idea this career even existed. When I graduated college, I was a journalism major and my first job was working as a journalist for an art magazine, which I did for a few years and loved it. But I also realized that I was probably going to be poor forever working uh, in editing. And so truly just kind of by chance, a friend from college was a headhunter and she called and there was a small architecture firm in Houston, Texas that was looking for a marketing manager. And with my journalism background, she thought it would be a good fit. So I went and talked to them and Literally, they hired me on the spot, so I did something right, maybe or maybe not, depending on how you look at it, but it started me down this path of AEC marketing, and I've been in the business now for, gosh, my 25th year and love what I do. Awesome. So first, we'll start out with what is a fractional CMO? Yeah, you know, it's... It's an interesting job and an interesting opportunity to work with firms in this capacity. Fractional CMOs um, are really an embedded executive level role within firms, typically working with the senior management team to provide best practices, guidance, leadership for marketing and business development. And it's interesting because I certainly work as a consultant at Elevate, but most of my time working with firms as a fractional CMO, it really isn't in that role. It's really more like a part-time member of their company's executive team, which I think is an interesting distinction working as a consultant. Right. Um, really feel embedded in the team and, and have to be in order to be effective. Yeah. So what made you decide to start Elevate and offer fractional CMO services? You know, Jen Newman, who's my business partner, when we started Elevate, it really was a dream for us to bring our 20 plus years each of experience to firms in the industry. And the last 10 years of my career, I worked as both the chief marketing and operations officer. And it's really my passion and what I wanted to do. So this at Elevate was an opportunity for me personally just to really live what I love doing. And it's funny, over the years, I've said many times that I love to go into firms, fix them, put process and strategy in, build teams, put that in place, and then leave and do it again. And the first 15 years of my career, that's what I did. I changed jobs every two to three years so I could do that. And it 
didn't even realize at the time that's what was happening. But looking back, I, I just sort of figured that out. So today, as working as a fractional CMO for firms, it's really me living kind of my professional dream come true. Perfect. So I assume that you're working with smaller firms, but what size company typically hires a fractional CMO? Is it those small firms or are you small to mid? What's the range? It really depends. We have worked with firms typically around 100 people or so seems to be the sweet spot. But one of my current clients where I'm acting in this role is a 600-person, multidiscipline, multi-regional company. Okay. And this is the first time they've had this type of leadership in their firm. And so I think it was a safe way for them to bring someone in to help lay a foundation at this level. Right. But typically it's, you know, 50 to hundred people or so when you get much bigger than that, you start looking at bringing this in house just because you need that level of full-time support. Sure. So if you are that small to potentially mid-sized range company, what questions should you be asking yourself to determine if bringing on a fractional CMO is the right choice? Sure. Most of the firms that I've worked with, I think they're at a place in their growth and in their history where their leadership team is pretty tapped. They've got their CEOs, their COOs, their CFOs, and they just don't have the level of leadership internally in their bandwidth is they don't have any. And so they're looking for someone to come in and help build this level of leadership, provide the strategy so they can stay focused on their job, certainly. Me personally, with my experience, also with an operation background, I've managed HR and IT and admin and finance and marketing. And so it seems that that's also a really great combination or addition to the team right? as well. But I, I think it's really bandwidth. You know, the people in leadership roles at firms that are that size just don't have the time to devote to building a department. Sure. So they get you in and it's just like a, a plug and play solution essentially for, for marketing. Part, yeah. I mean, we tip, I typically start with audits. You know, I come in to really review what they have in place Okay. and use my experience as well as best practices from the industry and in the knowledge from SMPS and organizations like SMPS and build a plan for them often for the first time. You know, oftentimes we've got these firms who have been successful. A lot of them are first generation mm -hmm. and their founders are either aging out or are in transition plans. And they know that they need to build a team and a structure that can live beyond them. And, you know, it's another great opportunity for firms in that scenario to look for outside help when they can't quite afford a real CMO full-time. Sure. So then aside from the obvious like executive level marketing support, have you ever been brought on and a company said, wow, I actually, I had no idea you did this, or this is a huge value add that we had no idea when we were going to bring you on. Is there anything that really surprises these companies once you get in there and get going? You know, it, there is, and I think it's often they don't know what they don't know, sure. you know, which is for many of us, but probably the 
the, the biggest area outside of the obvious role of being a CMO is the change management piece. You know, many firms, when they're embracing a role like this for the first time, or recognize they need leadership at this level beyond the CEO, typically, there's a lot of change that has to happen for this to work in a firm, whether it be new business development strategy, how they're managing the brand, how they're staffed, what their structure is for marketing and business development. All of that typically is up for discussion. And so I feel that the, the biggest surprise I've seen has been bringing someone in that's got the experience, which often translate to authority, to help them align new thinking with their technical team, typically. So that's the area where I think it's the greatest impact on a firm is to have someone like myself come in who can really work with their technical team, who's got that 20, 25, 30 years of experience and is perceived as an authority pretty quickly. My role as that fractional CMO is to come in and build trust and really get to know the players so that we can implement the changes that need to happen to take them from where they are to where they want to be. That makes sense. So when you're involved as a CMO, how long are you usually with these companies? Is it usually a matter of years or I I would imagine it would have to be years to make any sort of decent amount of change? Yeah, it, I think six months is sort of a minimum, depending on what their goals and initiatives are. Sometimes they bring in a fractional CMO to help them put a strategy together and then hire and train or hire and bring up to speed a director level, or maybe they've got a manager who needs some mentoring and coaching so that they can step into the role. I think it's a a year is is really kind of the sweet spot, year to year and a half. My goal is, has always been to get the firm where they need to be and then work myself out of a job. You know, I wanna leave them in a position where they can either bring in the staff level they need or they've got the plan, they've got the resources and tools in house to really take their firm where they wanna go. Perfect, okay. That actually wasn't the answer I was expecting. (laughs) I thought it was gonna be like a multi-year sort of thing, but that's really cool. You know, I think it can be. Every firm's different, I think, depending on size. Right. We do get to a point, though, where I think that we build the structure and then they can bring in someone full-time. Sure. So it it really depends on the firm and the culture. There are firms who having an external C-suite person on their executive team is really hard for them to wrap their head around. Right. Um, you know, it, obviously there's a lot of confidentiality. We sign NDAs, we do all the things, but it's still a risk for some firms. Others embrace this concept quickly and love the relationship and really appreciate the third party perspective from someone looking in that's got such a varied background. Right. Well, I know when I first met Jen and she mentioned that she was doing fractional CMO services. Number one, I had no idea what it was, but number two, it sounded really interesting once she did sort of start to fill me in on what that role looks like. And I could imagine that I'm not the only person who feels that way, that maybe this episode is the first introduction they're ever getting to the concept of a fractional CMO. If there are those marketers out there 
thinking, hey, that sounds like something I might be interested in doing, what sort of experience or skills does someone need to be a successful CMO? You know, I just talked a little bit about part of what I do is build trust. And so that takes experience and authority. And authority comes from really knowing the business, knowing best practices, having a CPSM and an FSMPS after my name doesn't hurt. So, you know, I think it's it's experience and 20 plus years um, in the industry, working for in professional services and working for firms just brings a knowledge base. So that's that's my advice is, you know, learn your craft and work toward credentials that will no different than our technical people with AIA and PE and the different credentials they have work toward credentials that help your credibility and that also demonstrate that you, you do know what you're doing and you've tested and have come to a place in your career where you are an authority on professional services, marketing, and BD. I think the other piece of this too is get to know your C-suite now, you know, wherever it is that you're working, learn how to work with that team, learn how to manage up, which is how do you work with C-suite people when you're not in the C-suite mm-hmm. to be effective? Because as a fractional CMO, that's my job is to interact with this team and, and be part of the team. And so I think anything you can do now to understand what those people do in their roles and how marketing and BD are a part of that is critical. Yeah. I mean, that's just great advice, no matter what you want to do, isn't it? <laughs> Understanding Absolutely. the business. Understand the business. You know, it really, I think in, with, in my personal experience, having the operations background has been invaluable in the sense that I have CEOs and CFOs and COOs pretty regularly talking to me about things that have nothing to do with marketing. And so the, as marketers and business developers, the, obviously, the more we know about the business and how it really does all work together makes you more invaluable to a firm. 100%. You know, there are sweet spots in growth. And when a firm is at the brink of that next level, sometimes you need the leadership in place to help you get there, but you're not quite at a place where you can afford it. Right. in-house. And I think that may be the biggest opportunity for firms to take advantage of someone in a fractional role, whatever it is. It's right. how do you how do we get to the next level in a way that makes sense and is affordable from an overhead standpoint? Perfect. All right. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. It's been a pleasure. Well, likewise, thank you for giving me the opportunity to talk with you about something that I love doing and you know, can be really impactful for firms as they're growing and looking to kind of take their marketing and BD to the next level. Yeah. So for our listeners, I will provide a link to your website, which is Elevate Marketing Advisors. Is it a .com? It's a .com. Perfect. All right. I will provide that link in the show notes and any other links that Doug feels like giving me. So thank you again. Thank you so much, Keelan. All right, Marketeers, that is a wrap on this week's episode of the AEC Marketeer podcast. I hope you enjoyed hearing from Doug and all about what a fractional CMO does and is. As always, if you're enjoying this podcast, I invite you to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. New episodes are released every other Wednesday. Chat soon.